0: Muscle podcast, midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey everyone, this is Jay Z bringing you the Midweek Muscle. And here with us today, again, as promised, and guys, I'm going to continue to do this for as long as I can spread my wings and touch on people. I'm going to continue to bring to you, people who inspire me um, through their stories and through the path that they're walking through to help give a different perspective and to help guide us on whatever it is that we're looking to achieve. So, you know, my story may only go as so far as whomever is going through it. Uh, but the people who I come in contact with and ultimately interview on the shows, they are people who have different stories than I do. And while we might be going through um, hardships that are relatable, it's just sim- it's just simply a different story. And so for that, it gives a different perspective on, you know, if you're struggling through something that what I'm going through or something to which one of my guests are going through or you can hear some of their message and apply it to your life, that is the aim and that is what I'm going to continue to do for you. Um, so without further ado, welcome guest. Hi. How you doing? I'm well. Yeah. wow, well, awesome. Awesome. I I just got to say before we get started, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. No, it's, it's it's truly it's truly a blessing to have someone like you here. Thank you. You're welcome. So, um I don't want to spill the beans on you, so I'll yeah. just let you do the honor. Tell, tell them, tell them who you are, what you do. Well, my name is Kimberly Nicole Johnson and I am uh my
1: husband's Devin Johnson, the late Devin Johnson, who passed away suddenly 11 months ago. Um, unexpectedly and I am just being
0: just being yes and um you know that's deep like so I love how now we've had a conversation Mm -hmm. and I love how you introduce yourself Mm -hmm. as you two together yes so it's like it's a unified bond so let's so let's let's talk about it like tell me why you decide, like, this is my introduction. This is how I'm going to introduce myself.
1: I guess because that's who I've been for so long, Kim and Devin, Devin and Kim, Nana, pa, Papa, you know. And so even though he isn't here physically with me, we are still one. We are it's, one. And it's I. I can't even imagine ever separating us. Even down the line years from now, it, it'll still be Kim and Devin. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just who I've been. For many many decades. I've been with this man for decades. Mm-hmm. And when when you know when God joined us, it's you are one. You are one. And so it's just I didn't even realize that I did that, but we're one. So I don't know how to not say Kim and
0: Devin. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So let's I love to I love to go to this place. So we we're now know you as Kimberly Nicole mm-hmm. Johnson mm-hmm. and Devin Johnson, mm-hmm. um, your late, wonderful husband. And I'm sorry to hear the news. Thank you. So before we get there, mm-hmm. I want to backtrack a little bit. Okay. Tell us exactly what was happening this time last year.
1: Wow. August the 26th last year, Devin and I, we had just, well, we we went to Vegas in July. We had a long week work with, um. Bill Bellamy and the Shaq All-Star Comedy Tour, because Devin was was a barber and I was a stylist. He's also a fashion stylist. So so last year, to this day, we went skating with our grandchildren. Mm -hmm. So that was the last time I would have skated with my husband, was a year ago today.
0: Mm. So tell us where you were, like emotionally, physically, like relationally. Where were you this time last year? So we know... You were skating this time mm-hmm. last year with your, well, you said your granddaughter. My, our granddaughter. Oh, wow. It doesn't even, like, I can't even put that into words. We have like nine you, grandchildren. I mean, guys, if you could see <laughs> the woman sitting across from me, like, you'd be like, um, what? So that's a beautiful thing. Yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: So tell us where you were, Um, like, emotionally.
1: Emotionally, I was, I was good, or so I I was good emotionally with my husband, with my mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. Maybe not with me, but I didn't know it yet. Mm-hmm. But emotionally, I was good. I was happy. I was with my family. All our children were there, my, my daughter-in-laws. My Our whole family was at this skating event, and I was happy. I was content. Physically, I, I felt and still feel amazing. We had overcome so much when we went through the breast cancer three years ago, so everything was good.
0: So you said you, you had breast cancer three mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. So you were you were obviously treated. Yes, we were
1: yes, healed. Yes, all of that.
0: So yes. let's let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Like so let's talk about what you've gone through. Like okay. what what tell me tell us about what Kim has been through. Well, a, a
1: just a short blurb, I guess. To, you know, I I was a young mom, you know. Mm-hmm. Um my my oldest son is thirty years old, so I had uh, my oldest son at 16, graduated at 17, never was held back, blessed with an amazing mom who's still here. She taught me from early on about who God is and the blood of Jesus. So that has been my guide since a child. You know, then I met my husband and we, you know, grew together and we opened up a business and, and we went through life. You know, life happens, raising children, business, marriage, life happens, you know, and then we went through breast cancer in 2014. We were diagnosed, and it was so shocking because it's like breast cancer that's for old people that's you know, that's what you think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh you know I, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't do the things that you think causes breast cancer cancer, which now I know is not the cause of breast cancer. Being a woman, just you know we got through all of that, which we already knew. God already has showed us in the beginning that that's not you're healed, it wasn't even for me. It wasn't even for me, mm-hmm. and then to turn around and lose my husband two and a half years later, after going through that, was like, wait a minute, what? You know, I made no It still makes no sense, really, but just to go through all of that—the chemo, the radiation, the surgery—all of that—and to now not have the man who was with me through it, like it makes no sense mm-hmm. at all.
0: And it's it's not sensible. It's almost like he walked you through healing. Mm-hmm. and then left you again. I struggle with that concept sometimes too, yeah. but it had, he hasn't left you. That's right.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. So let's talk about, you know, I, I read a little bit up on you and did a little bit of research and uh, you, and you just mentioned it a little bit ago mm-hmm. now that you, both of you opened businesses is yeah. that right like mm-hmm. what is it so let's let's hear about that you open businesses together well like, we can have, you talk to uh, talk us through that
1: yeah we um opened our first salon in 2004 um a, a beauty a barber shop and a beauty salon combined mm-hmm. and Devin and I are were the very first I'm I'm, I'm gonna take this with the very first black owned husband and wife operated together um business in cincinnati as far as beauty and barber the first mm-hmm. i don't know if it's more now but as far i don't mean just own. i mean own and operate it it's a barber and a beauty in the same place not next door the same we're the first ones in cincinnati to do that wow you need to be in the history books for that one i don't know wow
0: <laughs> right
1: but we're the first and yes. then we one of my he had like really he had all type of clients and one mm-hmm. of his clients when they were doing otr downtown the um the redevelopment of OTR, they came to us and said, "Would you guys want to be down?" And we was like, and we prayed about it. We said okay, and so we were the first on Vine once again, black-owned husband and team, husband and wife team, operated in downtown. We're still there. Wow, since 2008.
0: Wow. And so, that was during an economical absolute, downturn, oh hardship, and oh my god, everything. People so. were like,
1: "I'm not coming down." I mean, we lost some people. They're like, I'm not coming down there, and yeah. But God, see, it just, just trust it. me, Devin was a visionary. Mm-hmm. He already knew, he can see what was, and here we stand, still here.
0: Wow. It sounds like you've been through a lot, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you've been through so much. So I give you credit and courage for sitting here. Thank you. And being able to share it. How did you get to be where you are right now?
1: Mm-hmm. As far as losing Devin or just I really want to talk
0: about Kimberly. Okay. But I, I know, know that so... Devin is I a know. part of that story. And that's what I'm that is that's what
1: I'm learning. That's that's that that is a part of who I am becoming is Kimberly. Yes. And that is why I've I'm using my whole name, Kimberly Nicole Johnson, because I don't want to just be known as Devin's wife or Mrs. Johnson or boss lady because they call me that in the salon or, <laughs> you know, I. That's why I am learning to use my entire name, mm-hmm. Kimberly Nicole Johnson, and that's gonna be take practice.
0: It will, it will.
1: It's gonna, you know, that's gonna be, you know, I have to be mindful of that.
0: Mm-hmm. You and know? Kimberly, like you're not, you're selling yourself a little short here.
1: Because That's what
0: my sister always says, because you're doing amazing things. She says the same since, thing. Since, since we we like, I love Devin, and I don't, I never even knew him, but just hearing how you spoke of him, he's a man that I would want to be around. Mm-hmm. But Kimberly Nicole Johnson has done some amazing things
1: mm-hmm.
0: since Devin has passed. Yes, and what are those things? You know what? To be
1: honest, I think it was this morning or last night. I was you know, praying and talking to God. And I was talking, because I talked to myself. and I'm really not talking to myself, I'm talking to the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? So I sat down and I thought, and I said, okay, the past 11 months, launched a whole new business, Unleashing the Power of Greatness, right? You've written a book. You have moved to a whole new place. I've traveled nonstop. I'm still running our salon. I, I, I work out. I trust God. I, so when I thought about that, all of that in 11 months, I've done all of that just in that short period of, period of time. I had to think about that like, wow, I've, I've done speaking engagements. And I, I would have never done these things if Devin was, was here and not in a negative way. No, we don't feel that way.
0: Yeah. Because the power of you being able to have done that came from mm-hmm. mustering up the courage yes. to step into your own and finding your way, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So let's talk about it. so you said you, you've started a business, Unleashing the Power of Greatness, mm-hmm. and you've written a book. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it.
1: Well, the book is entitled Walking Without My Cane. And I was talking to my brother the other day, and he said, you know what, sis, when you told me that title back, you know, in May, I didn't understand it. I didn't. I was like, okay, what is it? He said, I was like, what does that mean? I don't understand what that. And so he said he was watching something I posted or listening to me, and it, and it clicked. And I said, because Devin was my cane. And think about what a cane does. A cane aids you, you know. Um, you. It's like crutches. You lean on them. And so many times, so many people have a cane when they need it, but they don't get rid of it when they don't, right? Because they're so used to having it. But once they get rid of their cane or the cane is taken or you drop it, you break it and you start walking, you realize you can, I can walk. I can do this. And we, everybody has a cane. Everybody has something in their life that is a cane, something, a spouse, a j- your job, you. So I'm just learning how to walk without it, it being I'll say it again. Devin.
0: <laughs> That's powerful. That's so deep. I think here the midweek muscle, we talk about using your head and your heart to help you get over whatever those obstacles are. And mm-hmm. it's it's so it's so interesting that you bring up this point that we all have that cane. Mm-hmm. Um and that cane, you know, I was speaking to someone the other day about foundation. Like, you know, if your foundation is solid rock, and if your foundation is on the right principles or mm-hmm. the right entity, mm-hmm. it will be firm no matter what. That's and right. just hearing your That's story right. about how things just came into place because your foundation was That's on right. was on God and, mm-hmm. and, and, and in your in your story, your foundation was on God, so things just work. Yes, uh, but if your foundation is on your cane, mm. it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. If your found, let me say it again, guys. If your if your foundation is on your cane. It's a slippery slope mm-hmm. because your cane can give way, like Kimberly That's said. Right. And then what are you left with? That's right. The what now moment, That's and I think right. so many of us are at that place. That what now? Mm-hmm. What now? Like Rihanna has a song about it. What now? That's right. Um. So I think when you said that, it put so many things. It it brought a it brought a lot of life in, into you know what, what I was when saying. When you just said that, um, when my
1: husband passed away, that within that I don't know some within that week whatever I remember. Because like I said, my husband um, did everything. He was he was the man that, he was a man, right? He took care of his family, took care of his wife. Yes, I worked and did things, but he was a man, and he didn't want me to stress or worry. He was like, I, you know. And so when my husband was left this world, I said, okay, God, now what? Like you just said, now what? Now what am I supposed to do? And not supposed to do like financially, you have my cane. What am I supposed to do? mm mm-hmm. That's what I asked him. Like, you want me to be in this world without him? Because we don't, we do everything together. So how am I supposed to be without him?
0: And I, just, I just think that's so powerful because for some people out there, you know, the cane is financial. Mm-hmm. Like you lose your job or you lose your main income or resources or, you know, you have a, it sounds like you had an amazing relationship Um and, and it was just deep and pure. Mm-hmm. A lot of us aren't walking in that path with our spouses or significant others either. Mm-hmm. So how do we get to that? How do we even get to that place? And if we're if we're working on getting there, then it sounds like you know coming together and putting a different foundation there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the ability, you know, it's like for me is you're speaking to so many different topics, yeah. which is, which is a wonderful thing because people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew and witnessed your example yeah. instead of just merely hearing about it. Yeah. But it still, it sounds, it sounds amazing. It sounds beautiful. So let's, let's go here. Let's go here. Um, tell us about a time when your head told you something different than your heart.
1: Mm. Wow. That's a good question. Uh, maybe when we, when we, I, you know what? Maybe when I started to write my book, because Devin would, all, again, Devin would always say, you should write a book, you should write a book. But my head was like, mm, hmm, write about what? Because I've always been a writer. I've always, I've never written a book until now, but I've always been a journal, I go to journal, you know, I had diaries since I was a little girl. I still have all of them. And um, he would say, "You should write a book. Like, you're you're an amazing." I'm like, but my, but inside I knew he was right. I knew it inside. I just didn't know. Maybe I was afraid. I don't know. Fear I don't know. fear is
0: a catalyst. It is crippling too. Yes. It will stop you. Yes, it will stop you dead in your tracks yes. every time.
1: Yes, I think I was just afraid to match the two together,
0: which is hard. Yeah, and that's why. That's why I. I that's why I feel like this podcast can be so incredibly um, strong. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that because it's, 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 it's a brand that we built and yes. developed and, mm-hmm. it, and it's happening through the listeners out there and people like you. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why this exists. Yes. Um, so when do we stop letting fear stop us in our tracks and start being encouraged to mm-hmm. keep going mm-hmm. for peaceful and positive change? I have to put that disclaimer out there yes. for peaceful and right. positive change. Because your impact, even if it's just for one person. That's right. You've impacted. That's right. In eternity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Awesome. So, I I mean, writing a book, that's like real deal. It is.
1: And so for me to share what I'm sharing in my book and in my visual, because I have a visual diary that, that can pair with the book, that gives you an inside look of what it looks like to walk through grief every day without this man it's stuff that people don't get to see people see me on the social sites and they see me traveling and they oh she's good she I probably would never be this i will never be the same that's first but people don't know every day for me is so intentional every day that I open my eyes and realize my husband is not that I'm really not dreaming you know I just get up and just go it's intentional I have a routine that I do every morning I open my eyes and I give thanks I talk to God, I pray with God, I pray to God and I praise and worship every day. And for me to share some of this is a, is I don't know, it's it's pretty deep to me and so I'm very sensitive about my book because I feel like it's Devin and I's last child and it was conceived the day he passed away and I'm about to give birth to it to the world. You know, so it's our child. And everybody's I know if I you know, like everybody do. I'm sensitive, you know. you am sensitive Get on, right? about my work. <laughs> I'm an artist. That's right. And I'm sensitive that's about right. my work. That's and right. And that's, you know, it's, like I always say, it's not just a book. I am the book.
0: That's beautiful. It's real. You put
1: yourself in the book. I am the book. The book is me, so I am letting people into me. So
0: walk us through the process on how you went from and, and you said it many times, you're grieving mm-hmm, daily, mm-hmm. but your practices are intentional. Mm-hmm. So how did you come out of the space of I can't to the space of maybe mm-hmm. to the space of I am?
1: I feel like I didn't have a choice. And some may say, no, you did. I did not. There was no other option for me. God has always been constant in my life. Mm-hmm, always. Mm-hmm. Always. Sometimes I did have Devin. Above him to some extent. Okay. To some extent, not that I worshipped my husband, because we know I just always figured and knew he was going to be here no matter what. I just did. And with God, you know, with him not being here, I know for a fact that God is here no matter what. So Mm -hmm. I have no other choice but to, I mean, yes, I I could choose to give up. Yes that's not even my that's not even my spirit because i because i don't i i believe in purpose i know that we were all created seriously for a purpose some people don't know what their purpose is and they die not knowing which is sad to me um but i know that god has catapulted me into mine because i wasn't moving i don't know fast enough i guess but i believe that i asked god for this because i remember this is in my book. I talk about how the Tuesday before my husband passed away, we were sitting. I was upstairs. He was down. I was downstairs, and he was upstairs in this in his bathroom. And he woke up happy every day. Devin woke up every day. You would say like, okay, you know, calm down. Like every day, he woke up happy, giddy, because he was very upbeat person. And so I was sitting downstairs in the living room, and I was meditating. So he came down bubbly. He said, "What you doing?" I said, "I'm sitting here meditating." He said, "Okay, okay." So I was telling him about this lady who I saw on Instagram, how she was sharing her story of breast cancer, a survivor. She was, like, showing her reconstructed breasts. And it touched me. I was like, wow, she's she's very brave. And I knew that because when I went through breast cancer with my husband, nobody really knew. Some people, but not the world really didn't know. And so I was starting to kind of, like, say things. So people would say, she had breast cancer, but not fully saying it. So I told my husband that day, I said, so I was showing him the picture of, of this lady. And I said, um, he said, but you're doing that as well. He said, you're doing it in your own way. Because I was about to give this really big wellness seminar about breast cancer. And so he said, um, look at you. you. You have all this stuff in the kitchen, all the stuff that you're preparing for this event. So I started to cry. And I said, um, something feels missing, right? I said, something is, he was listening. I said, something feels missing. I said there is more to me than just than just being a mom and a wife. That's what I said. I said now I I love it. I'm not saying like I don't want to be that. I said but something is missing. So he's listening, and I said I think it's time for us to tell our story. That's what I said. I said I think I'm I'm ready for us to tell our story. He said whatever you want to do, I'm with you. My husband passed away that Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I often sit when I sit with God and I say, God, did, did I tell you that did I said I was ready? And you said, she's ready. She's ready.
0: Because you recognized that you were ready to take on what was missing. Yes. Yeah. And the sacrifice came. Yes. And I believe you said that
1: I believe that it was. A, I do. Because I know that, I know that my husband would have never willingly left me. He wouldn't have done that. Mm-mm. He wouldn't have done that. So I know God said, she's ready.
0: She's ready to walk into Kimberly yes. and call Johnson. Yep. Okay. You're ready. And he's put you here. Yes, and look at what he's been doing for you since.
1: Yes, it's all him. I know that. I know it. And then, and I, when I talk, when I sit and I talk with God, and I used to be a big TV girl, like watch. I mean, I would literally have ten shows lined up on a DVR, ready to watch. Wow. And I probably watch TV literally probably <laughs> twice a week, and I watch probably one, two shows on Monday, and maybe one. And that's I don't even I listen to music, and I write, and I. What, what's your favorite TV show? What's, that? what's
0: the show you DVR?
1: I hate. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> tell y'all this ratchetness. I do watch it. I have you know, Basketball Wives. Oh, <laughs> see there it is. <laughs> I watch Basketball Wives, and I hate to admit it, but I watch the 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 little Love and Hip Hop on Mondays. Mm. That's it. And I watch Wilding Out on Thursdays, and that's it. I just it doesn't hold me anymore. It just. I mean, TV just does not. It's, I I feel like I'm wasting cuz I have so much to do. Yeah. You know, I have so much that I'm doing and so I feel like I'm wasting my time if I'm if I'm not doing something with my purpose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, TV is wonderful when you can have it, but if if when when it's time to start walking in that passion, uh, that too becomes a sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. Like I mean, I used to think like, oh, this will be easy. Like, oh, I can still get sleep and do everything I normally do. And it has turned into like, oh my gosh, it's three o'clock in yes. the morning, and I'm shooting, <laughs> yeah. and I'm still sending text yes. messages and emails and that's, trying to get things. Lined that's up. what it and is. And I'm still recording, yes. and I'm still, I'm still editing, and I'm yes. still.
1: Yes. That's mm-hmm. that's where I am now. That's my world. And I and my husband used to be that. He would be. I'm like, go to bed. You know, he would be up creating, writing music two, three in the morning. I'm like, and now that is me. I am in the bed with my laptop. Last night I was up, you know, looking at stuff on the internet. Two, I'm like, I got to get up in the morning, you know, for, for to come meet you. So, yeah, it's, my life is completely different.
0: It's different. And it will be. And I, I really do send love. And power to for you to stay empowered and encouraged mm-hmm. and motivated yes. and inspired. And when you feel uninspired, to look for the inspiration, mm. it's all in the little details yes. every single that's day. That's right. That's um, right. And 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 that's for you too. You guys too out there. That's right. You listening? Um, we see how this has equally motivated you and challenged you. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we're 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 getting ourselves to come to a close here, like if there was one piece of advice that you could give, maybe even if only one listener took it home with them, Mm -hmm. maybe it were advice to your younger self. Maybe it were advice to yourself um, just right before Devin passed away. What would that piece of advice be?
1: You know, we talked about how something is missing when you know something is missing or you when you get that moment i guess oprah calls it an aha moment or some people call it a you know just just trust what god has for you period and just be
0: that's really good advice you said it like you know if you feel like something's missing seek it out ask questions look for it um i talk about that in cast um i think it was episode 11 Mm -hmm. a hero's journey Mm -hmm. said you know part of the hero's journey is the hero doesn't even know he's the hero yet mm, um, and good. there's a, there's something wow. there's a, something within that they know is missing mm-hmm. or yes. that that's something that yes. they know they should change is, yes and there's little signs yes. of that passion chasing them but I they agree. run and they yes. run and they run until yes. they're ultimately confronted and yep. like you said you can choose which way you go you can run from it and it will still chase you. That's right. Or you can confront it and and start working through the process. Now mm-hmm. working through the process is the hard part. Right. Because you have to go through the training. Yes. Then you go through that the all is lost moment is what mm-hmm. I call it when you know things are so dismal and you feel like I that's right. I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you ultimately realize in that moment if I stop now what is the world what what am I that's right. leading the world without? Yes. If I stop now. Yep. Then I'm leaving the world without something. That's right. So a hero's journey. The mm-hmm. hero that's doesn't good. know he's the hero that's yet. That's
1: good. Yes.
0: So, I mean, we look at this and I think that's beautiful advice. I think that is I mean, I can't even put more words around it than what I've already Attention to place. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, muscle moments. You've heard the cast. Yes. You hear me talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, muscle moments for those of you just listening in. Muscle moments are where you have stimulated your head and your heart to overcome an obstacle or a hardship that you faced that ultimately would have left you in a different place or a worse place mm. had you chose to not overcome it. Mm. What was that for you, Kimberly?
1: I think my muscle moments and my husband passed away. Not mm-hmm. even the breast cancer. My husband passed away because the breast cancer we did together. This I'm walking alone. Well, you know, me and God, but I'm walk it's just me. And so when that was that moment really changed me. The Kimberly, the Kim that once was is no longer she left with Devin. So that changed me and like you said, I could choose, I could have chosen to, to just give up and still be in my house, in the room, in the dark, under the covers, taking pills 11 months later, or choose to walk in what is going to be amazing, even though I'm not walking with Devin physically.
0: The person who you would want to be right here right? Exactly. So
1: yeah. that changed, that ch- forever changed me. I am not the same, not the same at all. I'm not the same person.
0: And that's transformation. Mm-hmm. A butterfly is no longer a caterpillar. That's right. That's right. It's transformation. And yes. this is all transition. And this is what we want to hear. This is, this is the story that we aim to hear. Like yes. You are currently walking through this. Yes, It's like I'm currently walking through this. And there's so many of us out there that are listening. Yes. That are walking through this right now. So your messages and your words of, of rediscovering. How to walk without your cane. That's right. Is amazing. Yes. It is nothing shy. Mm. So for that, I thank you. Thank you. So um here's the good stuff. Um, if, if you guys like what you heard, don't be hoarders of a good message. Please visit us on Facebook. Like, share, like, share, comment. We are at the midweek muscle. You can Always find us on Instagram, at The Midweek Muscle, or on Twitter, at Midweek Muscle. If you have any personal notes, references, or comments, you can always visit us at the webpage, www.themidweekmuscle.com, or send me an email directly at jz at com. Now, as for Miss Kimberly here, tell us, tell us how we can find the book. Tell us the book name one more time, and tell us if they want to learn more about Kimberly Nicole Johnson, your story, what you have to offer, where they can find you. How do we do that?
1: Well, you, the book is "Walking Without My Cane." Twelve on Nine Vine Street at the Salon, Cincinnati, Ohio, four five two zero two. And I do a lot of posting on Instagram and Facebook. My Facebook is Kimberly Johnson. My Instagram is ic diamonds, like the letters ic diamonds, and the book will be right now. You can get the book; um, you can pre-order the book through me. Um, I have a Kickstarter campaign for my project, for my book. For I'm also doing a, a visual, some visual filming as well. Kimberly Johnson, um, or Walking Without My Cane, is the title that you would have to type in to find my Kickstarter page. So,
0: well, perfect. Y'all heard the woman. Go to the book signing, check out the Kickstarter page. And if you're in the Cincinnati area, visit 1209 Vine Street. Yes. So that way you can show your love and support for Kimberly and Nicole Johnson. Um, Well, thank you.
1: Thank you, Jay-Z.
0: It's been wonderful. And I wish you all the best in in everything, in every single endeavor that you have. And,
1: And same with you. I'm excited for you and I'm happy for you, honestly.
0: Thank you so much. Yes, you guys, we have heard a very vulnerable, beautiful, and inspiring story uh, by Kimberly Nicole Johnson and what she's walked through and what she's continuing to walk through. Um, before it was with her cane and with her support, and now it's without. If you can take a message today that says whatever it is that you're leaning up against, whatever it is that's holding your foundation. Take a quick look at it. If it can be wiped away from you, will you be at the all is lost moment? Mm -hmm. We take her message of words and positivity with us as we go through the rest of this week. All I can say is, guys, let's get out there. Let's make it an impactful week. And most importantly, let's go.